Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here at USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network. We are just about to celebrate one year on the air. That will be January 15th. I hope you can join us for that special occasion. Our show today is The Power of Etiquette and Manners. I absolutely love this show, and I'm so grateful for our partnership with Philip Sykes and the British School of Excellence. People around the world are waking up, awakening, I should say, waking up to find out that etiquette and manners is about how to conduct yourself at the table. It is about the play settings, but it's so much more. It's so much more. And that's what we deliver each and every week through the British School of Excellence, Philip Sykes, and the wonderful guests that he brings. We have two fabulous guests backstage with us today. Before we bring them out, let's bring out the man himself, Mr. Philip Sykes, principal of the British School of Excellence. Hello. Hello, and dare I say it, where's this year gone firstly, and it's Friday. It is absolute joy as ever, Dr. Jacqueline. Um, I miss the Fridays, I don't uh, appear, but that's only because fortunately we're dealing with um, coaching and training in, on a global level. And I know that uh, you just so appreciate the people that walk through the door into the studio to join this fantastic uh, program and not only this one but all the other shows that you bring to life and uh, your, your USA Global TV platform I can't believe it's been coming up for a year so congratulations I know this has been a very very long and hard journey for you you've put everything into it mentally emotionally financially and you know I can only applaud you because you do surround yourself with incredible people and it's a true honor uh, from our organization's point of view, to be engaging with you. So thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you so much. And back at you, Philip. You know, I, I am always so honored and humbled by the fabulous guests that you bring. Last week, the, the guests that you had here, Dr. Shandana from Pakistan, she was talking about etiquette and manners in the healthcare industry. And I went to a doctor, a new doctor on Tuesday, and, you know, they have that table there. And he's, he's just like patting the table for me to like jump and go on it. So I, I followed. And then afterwards, he's pointing at the chair. I'm like, what am I, a dog? So the point being, etiquette and manners is so important. The way we treat people, the way we show up and what you're doing, what your organization is doing is super paramount to each and every person in this world. Tell us how you started and where you're going. Absolutely. Thank you. And it is so true, ladies and gentlemen, people think the frilly stuff, it's etiquette and manners, it's for posh people, blah, blah, blah. We, it couldn't be further from the truth. And this is the beautiful thing about Somehow, there are not even somehow, but there are so many wonderful people out there who have discovered the power of etiquette and manners, emotional intelligence, who come through our doors. And we, I say we are privileged 
to to engage with those amazing students on, on, on all levels. And as an organization, we started humbly, but I was very fortunate to be brought up with etiquette and manners uh, from both my parents' point of view as well as schooling. And I didn't know when I was leaving school and after studying hospitality and hotel management that I would end up doing what I'm doing. But this is my calling because all through my life, I've used the power of etiquette and manners. And I mean the power in a very good and useful and diplomatic and warm way. And people are never, ever disappointed when you treat them and deal with them with great etiquette and great manners, incorporating your emotional intelligence. And this is very much about other people. It's not about me. It's about other people. How can we serve other people? And um, one of our colleagues, some of you who've been on the USA Global TV or watched the program, uh, our dear colleague and friend, Leanne, she brought up something uh, the other day. And, and it's quite interesting because Simon Sinek says, you can go to all the book bookshops in the world and you can find self-help books and bookshops and libraries. But do you ever find a book that says, how can I serve others? How can I help others, help people go out there and do that? And this is what this is about. The, 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 the students, and, and it's predominantly the students who do train the trainer, these are people who go out and serve and see the power of etiquette and manners, elevating people to the next level and giving them these quintessential tools to really give them the confidence and the ability to put their best foot forward. And this is what this is really all about at the end of the day. Nothing more. Etiquette and manners are for everybody from no matter where you come from in life. They are there for the taking. As long as you're prepared to understand them, learn them, and implement them, to implement them into your life, you cannot go far wrong. Thank you so much, Philip. That is brilliant. And what I like to think is that when we have knowledge, when we have education, that is empowerment. And that's what we're delivering here on this show and this platform. So before watching the show, people could say, oh, I didn't understand. Well, now you do. Now you can understand what etiquette and manners means. And as you know, because they're your, your wonderful guests you brought here, we have two people from different parts of the world. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. Showing up with kindness, with integrity, with emotional intelligence is really key. So tell us more about who we're going to be sharing this space with today. We've got incredible, um, we've, got a, we've got an incredible um, cohort as no disrespect to this wonderful current group of ladies, but the ladies and, and the few men who've come through these programs, as you know, Dr. Jacqueline, are just at the top at the top of their game in every sense of the word. Uh, firstly, we have Sarah all the way in Abu Dhabi. Sarah comes from a very eclectic background. She's uh, been an air steward. She now works for possibly the biggest organization in the world. And she feels that she wants to take the power of etiquette, manners, and emotional intelligence, and really give people uh, in her part of the world and, and wherever she goes, the tools of, of etiquette, manners, and emotional intelligence to coach and guide people to help them build their confidence, and not only build their confidence, but build their lives and, and make a difference. And and I could go on about Sarah's background. I, I know time is short with the show. Then we, we're blessed with the other side of the world, with uh, the Bahamas, Nassau, uh, an incredible woman who I've had the privilege of actually meeting in person. Sarah and I've met uh, along with Leanne on, on Zoom on a few occasions, uh, but not yet had the privilege of meeting her in person. But I've met Loretta, Loretta Thomas, who's based in, in the Bahamas, Nassau, as I said, on two wonderful occasions here in London. Uh, Loretta's background is, it's a, it's a big background um, in many different sectors of, of business and industry from 
you know, the dentistry industry to working with babies. Her, her husband is one of the top leading, uh, and I'm going to put it in simple terms, baby specialists, uh, premature baby specialists um, out there. So an incredible gentleman um, by, by the name of Carlos Thomas. And Loretta uh, follows her passion and desire through launching um, one of her joys and loves uh, is the, the, the Cafe Channing Noel in Nassau, which has become possibly the most popular tea house and cafe in, in the area. So Loretta brings great joy and elegance to, to the platform. And as I said, when you see both Sarah and Loretta smile, they just light up the room. Well, I'm super excited to meet them. Let's bring them out. Welcome to the program, Loretta. Hello. And Hello. Sarah, welcome as well. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you so much for having us today. It's an absolute honor. Thank you both. So my question for both of you, and, and I think it's it's super important for business owners across the world, is that, as I mentioned, when we're not aware of what we don't know, we're not aware of it, right? But how can we bring the principles of etiquette into our businesses? What does that look like? And where do you stand in helping provide that? Let's start with Loretta. Yes, the principles of etiquette, particularly in, well, in my business, and I believe it applies for, or could be applied in any business. We are connecting with people. The, the etiquette of kindness. Kindness is something that we should exemplify, we should show, we should live in our everyday lives. How we treat people, the respect. And etiquette helps to provide or give us or guide, give us that guide or roadmap as to how we ought to treat people. And it is something that should be applied in our every walk of life whether we are the curator of a luxury Epicurean experience or we're the, um, the elevator operator, school attendant, um, a high powered profile um, a corporate entity, we ought to treat people with respect and we ought to expect the same, to be treated with respect. Also in the way we conduct ourselves at the dinner table. We are a species, we, we are a species that actually sit at a table and we, for the most part, and we have our meal in the company of others, a, a, lot, a lot of us most times. And we want to feel not just connected, but appreciated and respected the way we conduct ourselves at the dinner table, whether it's a corporate event, a wedding, a social event, uh, the, the same principles apply. So I believe etiquette and manners, I mean, uh, leading principles as to how we live our lives. And I see it across the board. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that answer. I really appreciate it. Before we go over to Sarah, Philip, anything you'd like to comment on? You, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't have put that better myself. I, I think that really sums things up in so many aspects. And it is. It's. You know. I think all these ladies, in their own way, shared uh, that. You know, this is not an act. This is a lifestyle choice. This is a way you conduct yourself. And how do we show up every single day? And 
this is about respecting ourselves and showing utmost respect for other people. So how we dress, how we engage, how we speak, all of these and, and everything and more that Loretta uh, mentioned in that lovely synopsis, I think is absolutely spot on. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Sarah, what's your perspective on this? So uh, surprisingly, in the corporate world, uh, before I did not know the importance of the etiquette till I jumped into that uh, field. Um, it's very inspiring. It's above what we can uh, think about because it's not only building our uh, um, regular manners or taking them to the next level, but it's, uh, it's the whole aspect of it. It's the way we carry ourselves, as Mr. Philip always says, is um, we are we are always uh, giving something and we are part of it. So when beside the, our soft skills, it is very important that we build also our uh, our manner, our etiquette, the way we carry our brand, because we are our brand, no matter what we are, what we are having. It is very important that we uh, we carry it with grass, elegance and uh, and all of that. And I can say, once you build it with the etiquette and knowing how to do it, the uh, savoir faire, as we say in French, once you uh, you put it um, uh, up there and you, uh, you're you on top of your game, it's another level of uh, confidence and you can uh, take, um, you can be part of anything um, beside the corporate world, anything I can say. It's just empowering, it's just beautiful and uh, uplifting um, it gives you the chance to speak and to have the ability to address anyone in the room with the pure confidence and it's just beautiful how it's uh, delivered and thank you to mr philip and the train the trainer program because it's really really opening uh, other aspects than the than the etiquette um the the speed how we talk how we walk how uh, as i said uh, before we're just like a perfume and wherever we walk everyone want to be around us it's just beautiful wow thank you so much i really mm -hmm. love that as well that's something that i want to add it's uh yeah goosebumps i agree is what i'm taking away from this and i'm hoping the audience takes away this as well it's not a specific time that we have to have etiquette matters. It's not a specific outfit that I'm wearing. It's not a specific meeting that I'm hosting. Etiquette and manners are in style all the time. I can imagine someone saying, oh, the holidays are coming. I better be on my best behavior. No, you should be on your best behavior all the time. It's not an occasion to have etiquette and manners. Philip, what are your thoughts? You, you know, just oh, that, that, that scent, I can just picture it. And just the way both Loretta, Sarah, and you, Dr. Jacqueline, have summed this up is on point. It couldn't even be more on point. I don't know anyone who could describe that any better. Yeah. The three of you have, exactly. have incorporated that in, in, uh, in this particular sort of style and scenario. And it is, it's about showing up every single day. So just for example, how many of us out there feel we can behave the way we want in front of our loved ones and our children and our spouse and no you know we talked about this um about intelligence of where am i situational awareness so if i walk in through the door of the of, of the of the day at the office or loretta's had a bit of a, a challenging day at at cafe uh, uh channing noel or, or or sarah's left her corporate job and she brings that that sort of burden back through her front door into her home, 
we know what's going to happen. It's not going to be a very pleasant environment to be around. So why do we as human beings feel we can behave differently um, in one area versus the other area? And this is where we, I think, truly as human beings, we need to de-stress. De we need to, you know, condition ourselves to almost take a moment before we enter the office door and before we walk back through our home front door, because we could also be taking stress and negative energy and bad etiquette and manners into the office environment. We all know that environment where the boss or one of the team members is there with a bear like a sore head. Everyone's hunkering down, feeling on edge and anxious, but bring the beautiful energy through the front door. It elevates everybody. Bring that beautiful etiquette and manners and that respect for one another and doing things for another, one another and, and supporting and helping one another, it brings a whole different element and angle. Absolutely, Philip, I agree with you. And it, it reminds me of a statement somebody made to me about their partner. They, you know, I worked with their partner and like, oh, really? That person acts that way at work? Well, let me tell you at home, they're a totally different person. It's almost like there's two of them. There's not one person conducting themselves in a certain manner. And we do that. We don't, we shouldn't, we don't want to, but we put on one hat at home and one hat when we're out in the public, we show the public, oh, hi, la, la, la. But then at home, we're, we're not the same person. So how do we actually bring those two sides of ourselves together and realize that our family who loves us so much that they support us through everything that they need to be treated with the same respect? Who wants to jump in on that? Beretta, you're shaking your head. Yes, I totally agree with you. My husband often says to um, our employees, the woman that shows up every day at Cafe Channing Noel is the woman who walks through the door every evening. It's the same woman. The respect that she shows for our guests, the way she conducts herself at the cafe, the way she sits at the table at home, the way she hosts her family for dinner, it's all the same. I, I believe in sharing the same elegance, giving the same attention to detail, giving my family the same opportunities to, to relax and enjoy a, a fabulous meal. Um, and if we begin at home, and it, it is our lifestyle, it is going to transfer into what we give our guests or our clients. And it should be even better, I believe, at home. Um, my family enjoy coming to the dinner table. My children are in university in the UK, but they will not miss an opportunity when they're at home to come to the table. Because I am my brand. I am authentically who I am. I am going to show up whether it's today in my business place or whether it's in my home. I'm going to bring the same attention, the same love, the same warmth. And I believe we ought to be consistently who we say we are, that's who we ought to be. Beautiful. Couldn't have said yeah. it any better. Love it. Thank you so much. Sarah, would you like to comment as well? Uh, I would like to uh, just add that uh, I really agree with uh, whatever uh, Loretta said. I cannot agree more. And uh, just uh, we have to be more mindful uh, regarding the impact that we have, the way we behave, 
can impact our uh, our kids, our surrounding, everyone around us, around the office, wherever we go, because uh, the, there is the impact. It's how we do it every day, consistently around the house. It's what creates a, a, a great impact, but not to just have two-sided, like here is a, 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 some way and here is the other way, but the consistency, as we say, is always the key. Absolutely. And, and I agree with you, you know, and, and, and if anyone out there thinks this is easy, it's not. not. It's not easy. This is something you have to work on. It's a, it's a work, as Loretta always says, and, and I think everyone's agreed with her, her term of phrase, we're all a work in progress, right? But when we are present and when we are self-conscious and self-aware, we show up. We, 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 we have to flick that if sometimes we have to burn the flame a little bit harder that particular yeah. day because we're not finding the day that that that, 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 that sort of um, kind to us or whatever whatever term you want to use, and and something that I loved um, from one of your guests a while ago, Doc, Dr. Jackton, she talked about humanity cannot be compromised. I love that term and. Another one of your guests, which was Lisa, and I think I'm pronunciating her name correctly, Man, 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 Manyoki. I think that's the, hopefully, that's I've right. got, if I haven't got it right, I do apologize. But she, and, and, and something that I've always spoken about, but um, she actually uh, coaches people on presence intelligence. It's something that's always been very much part of my, my vocabulary and makeup. But I love the term that she actually focuses on helping people become far more present in their day-to-day -day lives, whether it be at home with friends, going into the office. And we talked about that this week on our on our coaching and training program, you know, not just about you know, the, the EQ side of things as in emotional intelligence, there's so many other intelligences that come into play here. There are so many. So it's that hospitality intelligence. It's that presence intelligence. It's a situational awareness and so much more. But everything we do, we've got to show up and we've got to make an effort. Everything in life, ladies and gentlemen, whoever you are out there listening, everything is in life is about, is about making an effort. And I've always coined a phrase, whatever it is we do in life, make it count, whatever it might be. So if you're asked to go and clean the toilets, you clean them to an inch of their life. If you're asked to go and polish some shoes, you make them the shiniest shoes in the world. Whatever it might be, do it. Don't take a, don't take a half-baked approach. There are no shortcuts. So well said, Philip. Thank you so much. One thing I'd love to just put out there for all of us have a conversation, because I think this is where we can get lost when it comes to our etiquette and manners. Something happens and we're really mad. We're super upset about it. And instead of taking a deep breath and waiting those six seconds, waiting maybe a minute, we just react. And you know, whoever's there, doesn't matter. Boom, they're getting it. We're taking all of our anger and dumping it right on them. So in those moments, how can we remember to show up with etiquette and matters. Who would like to answer that? Sarah, Loretta, please feel free. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. I love that. And you can see Dr. Jacqueline listens. Eh? Yeah. She, she's yes. also the most incredible listening mentor. Doctor, I've been on her amazing program. She's a great listener and she's learned, as she always tells me, which I do believe. Yeah. She learns a lot through all the different coaching, uh, well, not coaching, but all the different series and, and all the different amazing guests that she does host and interview. So who would like to take the lead on, on Dr. Jacqueline's uh, input there? Okay. Um, I really didn't, did not want to be the first one to jump in again. However, 
I believe every day we are faced with challenges, some softer than others, some less challenging, but I also learned from Philip today or through the course of our emotional intelligence um, symposium or that module to decompress, to take a step back, to, to count for me, it would perhaps be count to 15 instead of counting to six and, and just to collect myself before responding to, to perhaps a challenging or unpleasant situation. And, and there are times when you just have to even walk away, even walk away from a situation. So um, emotional intelligence and, and just being confronted on any day with any situation, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, I see where emotional intelligence can be applied and, and it ought to be applied, whether it's something pleasant or unpleasant. And we are faced every day with some degree of challenge, whether it's a flat tire or your automobile just not did not turn over today or the weather or rain or that complicated client or the coffee just didn't brew well this morning. So it's all about how we apply um, what we've learned in our everyday lives and make our, our lives as well as the lives of others just a lot more pleasant. So I, I, I hope I address uh, your, your question. Yes, you did. You, you addressed it very well. And thank you for sharing that. Also about the flat tire. We had two <laughs> flat tires one day after another and a blown shock. And I'll tell you what, I showed up with every calm nerve yes. that everything was calm. Yes. Well, I'm going to take out what happened to me on somebody else. But right. that's what we do. And I think to your point, when we show up with that integrity and that emotional intelligence, we mm -hmm. feel better, right? Don't we feel horrible after we lose it on somebody else? Oh, it's just not a great feeling. Sarah, how about you? What, do you, what are your thoughts on this question? Exactly. As you said, we, we really don't feel well when we uh, burst dust on someone's face, but it's just, that's not the, the, the person to blame. And uh, it happens so often, but sometimes we need to put uh, ourselves in, in the other person's shoe and absorb a little. And it's very important, I think, uh, that we develop the, the way uh, to understand we should be the bigger person in the room, as they say. And sometimes if uh, either we are the one who's having a bad day or the other person, just mm -hmm. absorb it, let it go, and maybe we can move on to other things. I think mm -hmm. when it starts from us, it gives a great impact on the other person. They are more aware whenever they are in that situation again. And it's very, uh, I can say that it's very helpful uh, to mind that, okay, maybe this person had a bad day or I did, but okay, let's recap. Am I the, the one to blame? No, okay, breathe in, breathe out, and we go on with the day. Excellent, thank you so much. And Philip, I know that through your course that you deliver this information of how it is we show up. And I just love to have you comment on the fact when we see someone who perceivably has nerves of steel, or they don't react. We admire them, don't we? We respect them. It's like, wow, they can deal with almost anything. I want to work with them. I want to get to know them. I want to trust them. 
definitely. And, and again, they might be going through something that's upsetting them or angsting them, but we can develop tools, ladies and gentlemen. We can actually develop tools to, you know, calm our emotions, calm, calm our behavior. We really and truly can. And especially when, you know, Dr. Jackton, you just used the, it's such a good example because I wasn't with you when, when the, both the tires, one went off the other and, and, and obviously a very severe dangerous shock went, but I was um, in, in the loop with what was going on and you could have blown a fuse, absolutely, because not only that, the car had been serviced recently and you could have really pulled your hair out and torn a strip off somebody and blamed someone and, you know, this is it. We as human beings, we're so ready to blame and this is something that I really would encourage anyone, just as as, as Sarah said and, and um, Loretta said, we're a work in progress, but also put your shoe, put your feet in someone else's shoes because we do need to take into account the situational awareness and again, be more present. I think this is something as human beings, we've forgotten to be present as in, in the moment, right here, right now. Um, you know, earlier on today, we've got the most incredible coach that comes in and, 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 and addresses our students, Michelle um, O'Driscoll, uh, based in, in Ireland. She's a voice coach. She's um, a voice coach, but she does incredible work with, you know, the Philharmonic Orchestra in Ireland. She works with executives on keynote speeches on how to address the audience. This is a is is is, is a tool. Our voice is a tool. We can all work on that. Sarah actually shared uh, a beautiful TED talk on about how. Uh, you know, your voice is an amazing instrument and tool. And just in that, you might be going through a hard time and moment, but if you can utilize your voice to just calm the moment down rather than getting all sort of freaked out, shrieking and scared, and it comes across in your temperament and mannerism, that can make a big difference. So it is, it's learning to be very in touch with oneself in the moment. And we will blow a fuse once in a blue moon. Having said that, if we do, then we need to take ownership of that and learn to apologize as well. I would like to add, I would like to add to what Philip is saying. You know, I'm sitting here in my living room and I, I was just so distraught because my air-conditioned person walks in and he's servicing the air condition above my head. I, I'm trying to get his attention to say, please, not today. Not today, <laughs> but there, I mean, this applies to me right now. Can you imagine, you know, you, you're going through this show live on television and you have an air-conditioned serviceman in your ceiling. I was like, I, I, I just could not believe that. And here I am, could not get his attention to say, uh, would you please leave? Uh, not today. Can we do this another day? It's like, oh my goodness. I do apologize. Loretta, thank you so much for that transparency. It's real life. I'm waiting for FedEx to come with a package and I'm terrified they're going to knock while I'm here on the show. But it's it's true and it's how we show up. No one would know what you were going through. You, you held yourself together, very professional. So kudos to you for living the talk and walking the talk, whatever that expression is right now as we speak so i'm like almost distraught about all of this but it's real life and it applies to exactly what philip is saying and and, and what we have learned and what we live real life i just asked him to leave for, um 
<laughs> Pardon me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you handled it very well. Thank you so much for sharing that because we wouldn't have known. Philip, I wanted to tap into something that you just mentioned a moment ago is about we do make mistakes. So when we make the mistake, how and when do we deliver the apology? Is an apology always necessary? Uh, do we wait a day or so later? Do we send a letter? What's the appropriate thing to do based on the situation? Ooh, Dr. Jacqueline, that's a bit of, and I don't mean this in a hard, this, that's quite a, a big question. I would almost say almost a load, not a loaded question, but it, it is circumstantial. It depends on the situation. I mean, if, if right there, uh, for example, um, let's use, I'm going to use my wonderful wife, Kerry, and let's say, I don't know, I'm cooking and she comes and says, why, you did, why, did you, why are you cooking that that way? I could snap at her because I react and, oh, I, I'm so sorry. It was unnecessary the way I approached that I know you weren't trying to attack me because again feelings and emotions kick in we individuals obviously and I don't know what Loretta might be experiencing right now mentally and emotionally and not, nor you Dr. Jack and Loretta or anybody for that matter um what sort of day something might have ticked me off whatever so in that particular situation um it's a moment that you've realized that you've overstepped the mark I'd like to use that term then I think right there and then an apology and taking ownership of that and and, and if well, in a necessary way, explaining, I'm really sorry. I was, my, my mind was elsewhere and that was so unnecessary. So that could be right there, right now. If there's something that's maybe of a bigger deal in the sense of, let's say you received a disappointing email or someone's been, um, we've been actually talking about this on handling um, bad, uh, bad comments from people who've got too much time on their hands, who are just very easy to sort of use social media and hide behind it and send in a nasty piece of uh, uh, a nasty message or, you know, or saying something derogatory or hurtful or saying something that's not true. In that particular sort of situation, the offender, the person being offended might overreact right there and then and actually make the situation blow up. Whereas in that particular situation, that exactly what we're talking about earlier and, and, and both Loretta and, and Sarah have brought into the context of today's um, program is your EQ kicks in, you assess the situation. Dr. Jacqueline, you mentioned the six second rule, maybe you need 10 minutes, maybe you need a day, a sleep on it, whatever it might be. But look at each situation, um, almost compartmentalize each situation to the best of your ability. And this takes huge practice, especially if you are known for, to be fiery. Um, and I'll give you an example. I know many people who I love and adore, but they quite their personalities are fiery. And they've had to work very, very hard on utilizing their etiquette, their manners and their emotional intelligence just to bring things down into a context and handling situation by situation accordingly. And, 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 and actually, I know for example, actually, you talk about emotional intelligence, and I do love the quote that uh, Daniel Goleman um, really refers to um, in the beginning of his one book. He says, anyone can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person to the right degree at the right time for the right purpose and in the right way, this is not easy. And that was wow. from Aristotle. Aristotle made that very clear. 
Wow, that's really deep. That's a lot. That sounds like a lot of work to get the anger to the right person at the right time for the right reason. So maybe we need to take a step back and look at how we're letting our anger rule our lives. Absolutely. And I think the way we share, you know, we've been talking about this as well, about, you know, how's the, how does someone make you feel? How does someone react or behave toward you? And when you bring feeling and emotion into that and say, you know, Dr. Jackton, the way you addressed me in that tone of voice actually really made me feel very angst and very on edge. I'd really appreciate it if you just take more caution and care in approaching me in that particular way or style. I'm rather sensitive to these sort of things. All of a sudden, hopefully that really sinks in and hits you between the eyeballs. Because if I turn around to you and say, oh, Dr. Jack, when you speak to me like that, I feel very uh, upset. And rinse and repeat next day. Boom, you trigger at me and I'm feeling, uh, I feel upset again. We've got to take ownership of these sort of scenarios as well. So, you know, there's that action, there's that reaction. And I do believe this is your, your self-awareness and your um, situational awareness and understanding how to sort of handle your emotions. In other words, that emotional, not just emotional, emotional intelligence. When we talk about, you know, the, the actual emotions in, in our sort of EQ journey, we're talking about that self-awareness. We're talking about emotion management. And that emotion management is an absolute key to our makeup, emotion management. We can all start to learn how to handle our emotions better, our sensitivity better. Then our self-motivation, how well motivated are we? Then our empathy. Empathy is a huge, huge area of our, of our um, innate humanity. We need to be more empathetic with ourselves, but also with the people we're connecting with and engaging with, and then obviously our social skills. So you can see when Loretta and and, and, and Sarah were talking about emotion, intelligence, etiquette and manners, how they all tie so, so tightly together. Thank you so much, Philip. I really appreciate all those gems that you just shared with us. Yes. It's brilliant. So I would love to focus in on the work, Sara and Loretta, the work that you're doing so that people who are watching or listening can support you. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing when you're not taking Train the Trainer and how we can assist you. I'll start this time with Sara. Um, before the Train the Training, the Trainer. Yeah, so, so in addition to what you're doing with Train the Trainer when you're not doing that, tell us what you're doing and how we can support you. Oh, uh, as I told you, uh, I work in the corporate world and uh, before even that, uh, to, to take the course, it is very important for me that um, the way, uh, whatever I learn, I share it with my colleagues and including the, the, the basic manners and the basic etiquette and uh, uh, things that we, we did not learn, but uh, that we have been um, learning from other experience that we have. And um, uh, from the diverse uh, background that I'm coming from, usually I just share it um, in, in a way that, um, because it's not, um, I'm not a trainer yet, but now that I, I will be officially a trainer, I can um, confidently uh, do that. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Philip. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, yeah, I do, because uh, Sarah's underplaying it a lot, because again, uh, this ability to influence others and, you know, help fellow colleagues, uh, as we all know, the world over, the power of etiquette and manners. And when we break down manners and etiquette, uh, you know, they are like the traffic lights in society. They're there so that we don't bang into each other. And many people have heard that term. But, you know, we're also talking about cultural differences. We're talking about, you know, Sarah works at a huge... Uh, well, the biggest organization in the world, basically, 
yeah, and and multicultural on all levels. So the ability that Sarah will be able to have to handle these uh, situations, to be able to influence, to be able to help this diversity um, and move it on with the power of etiquette and manners and emotional intelligence. And I have no doubt that um, Sarah will be flying high in, in the years to come, uh, taking this to a completely different level. Thank you so much. Sarah, anything you want to say in response to Philip? <laughs> Thank you so much, Philip. It's all kind of, we, we, um, uh, I cannot, he has so much experience, so much to share um, together with Loretta and our uh, other colleague and uh, Leanne as well. And um, um, same, like uh, I've been a cabin crew before. I've worked in hospitality before. I worked in the radio before. And uh, I can just say that the next chapter will be very entertaining, very promising. And uh, I cannot wait to share it in the future. Fantastic. I'm excited for you. Brilliant. Good. Yes. Wonderful. How about you, Loretta? Well, um, I've worked in, in medicine and in dentistry. And when you work with people, um, it, it doesn't matter what area you're working with people. And um, I'm in my fifth year of my new career, which is um, I've curated a luxury Epicurean experience. And I say Epicurean experience um, because I believe I have changed the concept of cafes and the concept of a coffee shop or a tea shop. We've elevated the experience and made it into an elegant um, experience where people feel socialized and, and special. So I've, I've been wanting to, for the longest while, enhance my my social skills and uh, my etiquette skills which um, I've practiced basically all of my life I've had etiquette um, training um, many 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 years ago and lots of people have always looked to me for advice or um, admire the way whether I entertain at home or in my boutique cafe so attending the trainer, course with the um, British School of Excellence, it just validates what I do. And most people love to know that you have some sort of document that says, yes, you are qualified to present this. And it also qualifies them. They feel validated as well that they've taken a course that validates their, their, their program or their advancement. And I'm, I'm excited to formally introduce my, my etiquette and, and excellence program and, and actually collaborate with not only Cafe Channing Noel, but I'm about to launch a new aspect of Cafe Channing Noel, and it's called Duchess Tea and Dining Salon. And yes, I'm located in Nassau, Bahamas, on the small island of New Providence. And my, my, my scope, my reach, my clientele reach is, is quite diverse. I'm in an area of retired second home owners, uh, multi-million dollar investments, corporate banks, wealth management, as well as a preschool. So the, the traffic and the clientele that comes into my establishment is 
quite diverse and a group of mostly well-traveled, well-traveled clientele and um, persons who really have an appreciation for the finer things of life and have an appreciation for etiquette, whether it's the doorman or the CEO of a, um, a corporate bank. And, and now we're being inundated with um, the whole new, um, um, oh my goodness, uh, what's the word? Um, the whole um, new concept of currency, the new currency market. So we have people who are willing to, to spend a lot of money and you also have the same group of people who probably have not had the etiquette training but they certainly have an appreciation for it. So I believe I'm well poised to deliver a fabulous course, a well-meaning course, a well-meaning and productive um, um, execution of etiquette and emotional intelligence and give people the guidance and the, the platform also to, to become really immersed in this act of civility, which makes our life so much more enjoyable. Thank you so much. By the way, Cafe Channing Noel looks dreamy. I love it. I looked it up on Instagram and Facebook. You're doing a super job there. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yes. Dr. Declan, if I may, if I may um, be so bold as to, um, I, I've never done this on the platform before, but if I may be so bold as to try and bring something up, um, just to compliment what, is, what, what has been said here is, um, this is something that um, I know Loretta shared with us and I wanted to see if I could potentially show it today. Um, so just if everyone just bear with me, here we go. Um, is this coming up on the screen? Yes, we have it here, here we go. When you combine decadence, luxury, passion, and attention to detail, you've described Cafe Channing Noel and Patisserie, signature authentic French macarons, croissants, pastries for breakfast and lunch will take you on a European Epicurean journey. Enjoy your favorite handcrafted cocktails, coffees, cappuccinos, espressos, and lattes. Life is sweet at Cafe Channing Noel. Fabulous. Oh my goodness, I'm strolling over here. Yeah, really, really. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Philip. That was fantastic. So, actually, I have had a fabulous show. I hate when it ends. You know, Philip, I'm always sad because the, the conversation is just getting started. So I hope that you'll both come back and see us again, because the work you're doing is so important. Philip, how would you like us to close out the show today? Just to just give everyone a virtual hug and just thank everyone who take the time to listen to the show live or have time later in, in the day or the weekend to, you know, maybe whether they're running or walking is, is just taking the show in because I know it's not only hosted visually, but there's also the radio station. And for everyone just to, you know, for Sarah, just to be able to spell out her contact details and for, for Loretta to be able to spell out her contact details. And, and before they have the opportunity, I just want to thank everyone so much for the time, energy and input and for 
just pitching up every single day with such energy and efforts because this train the trainer program is i don't want to knock it but it's not for the faint-hearted it's a full-on six six and a half hours each day monday through to the friday and 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 some so you know this is big staying power and big commitment from all those people around the world who understand the importance the power of etiquette and manners and emotional intelligence and i just want to give a big shout out to anyone and everyone who's walked through our door here at our organization the british school of excellence Philip, you and Leanne and your whole team, please keep up the great work because these two women are shining examples of the work that you're doing. It's And to your point, that's a lot of hours to show up and be like a sponge absorbing and be curious and then be able to take that and parlay that into actual life. It's fantastic. So thank you so much, Sarah. And thank you, Loretta. I'd love to spotlight each of you again and put up your banner. If you can share with our audience, especially people who are on the radio or a podcast who can't see the banner, what's the best way to reach out to you and who would you like to contact you? Sarah, I'll start with you. Uh, if you want to contact me, we can uh, 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 get in touch through email. It's Sarah Araj, is my full name, seven at gmail.com. Or if uh, anyone wants um, any uh, um, guidance here in the in the UAE, I'm more than happy to assist. Is plus nine seven one five four four seven eight five nine five nine. I answer on uh, uh, WhatsApp and calls in this same number. You are more than welcome. I can also uh, show you the the Middle East etiquette as well and um, the dress code. Everything related to the area. It's very uh, it's very vast as well. So whenever you are around uh, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, anywhere in the UAE, you are more than welcome to contact me anytime. Thank you so much. And again, continued success. I send to you and and please do come back and see us. Loretta, how about you? What's the best way for people to reach out and who would you like to contact you? Well, we are um, we are in the Bahamas. We're on the island of Nassau and we're located just seven minutes from our main airport as well as seven minutes from Bahamar. And uh, we are located in, in one of the most beautiful little areas on the island. And our telephone contact is area code 242-422-3898. Well, that is my personal uh, mobile number, which I do respond to, uh, as well as our, our um, cafe number, area code 242-4, I'm sorry, 242-327-3898. I'm also on, we are on Facebook and Instagram, Cafe Channing Noel and Patisserie, and soon to open the Duchess, the Duchess Tea and Dining Salon. But Cafe Channing Noel and Patisserie, Caves Village Plaza, West Bay Street, Nassau, Bahamas. And our email address is Cafe Channing Noel at gmail.com. Noel as an N O E L L E. And we're looking forward to having you come and join us, whether it's for breakfast, lunch, or afternoon tea. We would love to give you our Cafe Channing Noel experience. Thank you so much, Loretta. And that's a, such a popular place to go. I hope that you are just deluged with people coming to visit you in the future. If you would kindly go to private chat and put in those phone numbers and the email address so we can share it with the audience, that would be great. Okay. 
Thank you for having us. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate you both of you. So, Philip, I know it's back to training right after this, yes? Oh, back to training. We're not going to keep them too much longer. Um, we're going to, um, we've slotted in an extra bit of time next week just to make sure we're sort of crossing the T's and dotting the I's and adding a little bit of icing on the cake. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go back into the training room just off the back of your wonderful show. And we thank you so much, Dr. Jacqueline. Sarah, Loretta, big respect and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. I really appreciate it. Have a beautiful rest of your day and weekend. Philip, I'll be chatting with you soon and catching up. I look forward to it. Thank Bye you. for now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And thank you to each and every one of you, whether you're watching us on the live or the replay, it doesn't matter. We're just happy that you're here. And our entire mission is to provide education, entertainment, hope, and inspiration. And it all starts with us. It starts with me. It starts with you. When we start treating people the way we want to be treated, this world is going to turn upside down, topsy-turvy. So start today, please. Accept the fact that etiquette and manners begins with you. It begins with with me. It begins with how we treat one another. Our next show is coming up. It's Talking Heads with our expert presenter, Madeline Chan, followed by the United Kitchens, the Listening Mentor, and then presenting Pet Psychic Amina at the new time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, which this week is 7 p.m. GMT. So thank you again for being here. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Loretta. Thank you, Sarah. I wish you all a blessed weekend. Bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.